Download. Downloading. Audio. Nonstop. Thanks for downloading the SOS Radio Podcast. We're talking to our friend Chef Philip Dell today at SOS Radio, and he's a guy that lost over 90 pounds just by adding exercise into his life and changing his diet. Let's talk about healthy eating. Like our school year started back up, and our family's always on the go. And you want to have some regular family dinners and We'll just say it's a lot better for our health than driving through every five minutes, Philip. <laughs> absolutely. You know, if you plan ahead, you can make some absolutely fantastic meals that don't take a lot of time, are fairly cost effective. Of course, these days you never know if, you know, a piece of beef is going to cost you 30 bucks or if it's going to cost you 15 But nevertheless, you can still make some great health-conscious meals or even be a little indulgent on a budget and get yourself prepared for the week. I think most of us have that rotation of family meals. It's like five to seven different things that we tend to rotate through every other week. What can we do to spice that up? What are some meal ideas that might make it a little more interesting? A few things come to mind that when I was growing up, my mom made a lot of pastas. And pastas are fairly cheap and you can add, they're so versatile. You can add vegetables with like an Alfredo sauce. A lot of people are doing like this gluten-free thing and making a lasagna using zucchini noodles or using like literally just thinning down strips of zucchini using those as the pasta sheets. That works beautifully. You don't even know that it's a vegetable. And then you can also replace it with potatoes, do sliced potatoes with layers of cheese or so- and sauce of some kind, be it tomato or Alfredo. You can always take, again, on the pasta round, you, you know, if you have a big old pot of chili, there's no reason why you can't just make it like a chili bake, you know, just take some spiral pasta or some mozzarella or penne or anything that you've got left over in your pantry, cook that up, add in your rest of your chili, add some cheese to the top, bake it off, and now you got another meal. So you can take one meal and multiply it two or three times before it gets old. You know, I'm not a fan of leftovers. It's kind of weird. I grew up with them. I had a a roommate once that loved to stretch the food as far as it could possibly go. And I told him, I said, you know what? If you can make something and I don't know that it was leftovers, then you're a rock star. And he could do it all day long. It was great. So those are just a few ideas. Other ones that come to mind, again, are very inexpensive, are rice dishes. Rice is typically gluten-free unless it was processed in a non-gluten area. But if you make fried rices, fried rices are super simple and high in protein. You can take your normal, just regular rice, add some scrambled eggs, sautéed vegetables, maybe some of the chopped up steak you had from the night before, and that's one meal. You can take vegetables, add it to a, a rice dish. Add some black beans or some pinto beans or, you know, your favorite bean of any kind. Add some salsa to the top. Now you got like a Mexican rice. They're super simple and easy to make and super fast to make. We come home from work and we're all just trying to squeeze in our chores and planning for dinners and making the kids lunches. And we're talking with Chef Philip Dell today at Eswis Radio. When it comes to lunches for kids, you want to do things that are a little bit healthier. You want to change it up a little bit because my kids, they get really bored with sandwiches pretty quick. You know, I grew up with sandwiches and I'm just not a fan of a cold sandwich. It's not one of my favorite things. Now, strangely enough, though, like if I had made a panini or like a grilled cheese style where you can, you know, take some cheese and 
maybe even like a, a pizza sort of idea and make it into a grilled cheese that way. Having a sandwich that way, I didn't care. But just to have like a peanut butter and jelly where the jelly got all moist and saturated the entire piece of white bread just wasn't, a, I wasn't a fan. Definitely not a fan of anything with cold cuts. So a few of my ideas that I would make on my own, if I were to have to do it all again, I would make like kids, tacos are like the biggest thing right now. And I mean, they're always good. You can, it doesn't have to be Taco Tuesday to eat them. You know, everybody's heard Lunchables, how you can kind of just piece together your meal. Well, why not do that with a taco kit for the kids? Just put some ground beef or, you know, some flavorful ground turkey spiced up with Mexican seasonings or any type of ethnic flavor. And then maybe some diced tomatoes or some cheese, maybe shredded lettuce, whatever type of toppings that you know that your child likes to eat, put them in containers and then they can just kind of build their own taco there at school. Other ideas that I've got, of course, are wraps. Wraps are super simple to make. They don't take a lot of room. They tend to hold moisture better than a piece of bread would because bread turns into a sponge. It just soaks it all up where tortilla wraps tend to not do that as quickly. And if you do, layer cheese first. You can use that as a barrier before you're adding your moist ingredients, and that'll help protect that tortilla from falling apart. Other ideas are hot soups. Years ago, Thermos came out with those small little containers that you could put into a lunchbox, and it would keep your soup super hot. Well, these days, of course, we have Yeti and all these other brands that have come out with these tumblers that will keep something hot for like eight to 10 hours. So you can make stews, chilies. Anything of that nature, maybe your child is not feeling as well, you can put homemade chicken noodle soup, you know, is the king of making people feel better. So you can put that into a thermos and have your student take it to school and still have a piping hot meal that's good for them. There's other companies out there now. There's a brand called Heat, and it's an all-natural product. You just put a little water in, the, in this little pad, and you can get it at Walmart or online. And it keeps your food hot for a couple hours. So you can actually make a nice little meal, like maybe a little chicken bowl, a teriyaki bowl or something of that nature. Have this heat system and it's not very complicated and they're super cheap. And you can put that into the lunchbox as well and it'll keep that item hot. And they can have a warm meal instead of that cold, saturated sandwich. The Great American Foodie Fest has been an annual event in the Las Vegas area for the past decade or so. The next one's coming up the weekend of the 23rd through the 25th, and it's going to be at Craig Ranch Park in North Las Vegas. We're talking to Chef Philip Dell today at S-Wiss Radio. Through the years, your food truck, Fusion Bistro, that you used to have received the Best Food Truck Award twice at that festival. And it's interesting because food trucks are fun because you get a lot of street foods and you get a lot of silly things that we can make on the quick, but same time, everybody's elevated that to a whole nother level over the years. They sure have, Scott. You know, I have a lot of friends that are very involved with the food truck world all throughout the country. I even got a few in Australia. And, you know, you can go to a food truck these days and literally get the best meal of your life. You know, long time ago, they used to call them roach coaches. And they would just be construction trucks that would go around and serve you tacos and maybe a sandwich. Now you can go and get a full-on five-course meal. The great thing also about food trucks is you can go and get a taco at one, a burger at another. You get the best corn dog of your life at the next one over. 
you of course have to get a dessert from like the cookie bar or, you know, ice cream, you name it. It's so nonstop at the foodie fest or at any food truck event. And you can even get healthy items. There's always a Mediterranean truck. Greek delights is like, I'm a little biased. I absolutely love Greek food. And I'm telling you, it's the best I ever had. It's so good. You know, and those are just a few. Craven pizza, fire roast a pizza right in front of you. The team from the cooking channel came over to your truck and was filming a few things that you were working on when you were at Great American Foodie Fest a few years ago. And you had a special waffle with some pulled pork and some barbecue. And- the original pork star, liege waffle, liege waffle, topped with succulent pulled pork, caramelized onion and apple Thai pepper chutney, laced with a sweet addiction sauce. That particular dish became so famous that we were on the cooking channel twice. We were on the Food Network once with that dish. It's been recognized all over the world. Sadly, we will not be at this year's Great American Foodie Fest, but I'm telling you, search for dishes that are unique. You don't always have to stick with the status quo. Food trucks are just starting out typically so that they can try to get into a restaurant. So if you love their food and you love their concept, keep going to them and promoting them and helping them to succeed so that you can go and eat at their restaurant every day. And if you can't, there's a great app called Where's the Food Truck? I think it's called WTF, which I know we all think that means, but this one is Where's the Food Truck? And it's a great app. It tells you where all the food trucks are that day, and you can go and search them out and have your favorite food all the time. I saw a quote that made me laugh. It said, you knew the hardest part of being an adult is figuring out what to cook for dinner for the rest of your life every single night. I mean, there's those families who sit down on the weekends and make a menu and map out dinners for each night of the week. And then there's the rest of us that just wing it in between soccer practice and kids acting classes and baseball. And <laughs> What do you and your wife Leah do for meal planning so you can keep things on the up and up and healthy? Well, these days we are... My wife has been on this health kick, and so she's got her books. You know, for me, I can pretty much come up with something any, you know, pretty quickly. For her, she likes to plan everything out. She gets like four or five different cookbooks, maybe turns on her favorite app or, you know, YouTube channel, and takes some of those items out of each book and maps them out as, to, you know, she documents them on a pad of paper and says, hey, we're going to have this this week, this this week, and this this week. And then she asks me, hey, what do you want? Well, I'm a creature of habit. I love curry. She doesn't, but God bless her. She makes it for me anyway. Or, of course, I make it too. Okay. We both share the cooking duties, just saying that out there. So I pick my favorites. And of course, for anybody who followed me for years or see me on TV, you know that I'm into barbecue. So at some point during the week, and I don't care if it's pouring down rain or there's 15 feet of snow on the ground, I'm going to be having that grill fired up and I'm going to put some chicken on there maybe some sausages like turkey or chicken sausage, make it a little healthier, doing burgers. You know, I make a stack of burgers. I'll just do a bunch of them, and then I store them. I I freeze them, and I can pull them out when I need them, and they're good to go anytime, you know, if I'm on the fly. Preparing ahead of time is key to success, and that's just about in everything we do. When you want to be on a healthy diet, or you don't want to, you know, go to fast food all the time, then just take one day out of the week and say, you know what, get the family together. We're all going to go to the store. We're going to make a scavenger hunt out of this. Everybody has to pick a meal that they want to eat and let's plan it. 
Let's figure out what the recipe requires. And then you have to go find those ingredients and we'll all meet up in the cart. Then we're going to go home and we're going to make all those dishes together as a family. The dying culture of having families sit around a table. Take the time to spend time with your family doing other things where you can still connect with them and teach them something new. And in this case, cooking. Everybody needs to learn how or know how to cook so that when they get older, they can do it for their kids. They can survive on their own and you can spend quality time with your family. So I don't think anything at the grocery store has become any cheaper in the last couple of years. And it seems like everything is just going up and up and up. And it's caused our grocery bills just to go outside of the budget in a lot of ways. And we're talking with Chef Philip Dell today at SWS Radio. And even though the prices have gone up so much, salaries really haven't followed suit. And it's kind of overwhelming when you open up a cookbook, you see a recipe with like 30 different ingredients you have to buy. I mean, what are some meal options we can look at that just have a couple of basic ingredients that we know won't hurt the wallet too much? Well, you know, it sounds like a broken record, but rice bowls are cheap to make. And you can get inexpensive cuts of meat. It can be fish. I mean, you know, you see a cut of fish that you love. A lot of people love salmon. It's really good for you. You can, you know, get a filet and cook it up and make a bowl. They're quick and they're simple. And they don't cost all that much to do. You know, when I was doing a lot of bodybuilding and I was prepping for contests, everybody would sort of make fun of me because they're like, don't you really eat? And what they were referring to is you don't indulge, meaning that I don't go and have a gourmet meal every time I eat. Where the truth is, is that when you're on the go all the time, you just need fuel to keep going. You can indulge later. Indulge when you have time to enjoy it, not when you're on the fly. So the more you learn or the more that you adapt to eating in a healthier way, your body and your senses change. And that makes you crave healthier items because you feel better. So when you go to the store and you see zucchini, I would encourage you to take zucchini, Google ways to make zucchini dishes and pick three of them. And you can take two or three zucchinis, or you can actually go to a farmer's market and sometimes find one that's the size of your leg and get 15 meals out of it. But do it in different ways. You know, items don't have to be, I guess you could call them stale. You can revive them in ways that you never would have thought of possible. Shortly after I won Chops, I traveled the country going on television shows, talking about healthier dishes and how to transform them or how to take indulgent dishes and transform them. If you Google Chef Philip Dell Zucchini Crisp, you will get the recipe for how to make, basically it's an apple crisp, but instead I used zucchini. Let's just say you gave it to your family and didn't tell them the zucchini, they'd never know it. They would think that they were eating an apple crisp. Everything takes planning, but again, if you go to the store and you walk around the store, see the ingredients, smell the ingredients, touch the ingredients, you can know what is the best to get at the time. And the reason why I say it that way is because generally they're the cheapest of two. If you get apples, let's say you get apples in the spring. Gala apples in the spring are going to be $2.99 a pound. You might get a deal at $1.99 a pound. You buy gala apples in, say, September when they're in season, they're going to be on sale for $0.99 cents a pound. So as chefs, we always try to purchase things that are in season. That is both because of the flavor, 
the vitamin content is the highest when they're in season and they're also the least expensive at the time. So that's one way. Shopping, another way to think about your planning is to cut out coupons. Well, coupons are making a comeback. People are using them. And everything's app-based these days. I have an app for, you know, Smith's and Kroger and all, you know, you name them. And I get a weekly deals thing. Well, you can base your menu on simply all the items that are on sale. The meat department, same thing. You can go through the meat department, find out what's on sale, and only base your meals on that. That'll save your money during the week. Remember when I said you can always indulge once or twice a week. And at that point, then maybe you, you know, might be able to blow your budget just a tad because you've saved so much money planning ahead the first time. When you think of autumn, you think about different fruit that's in season than in summer. And typically, you know, we'll think about things like apples. And even when we're entering into the colder months, what are some of the fruits and vegetables we want to keep an eye on in the produce section of the store? I mean, there's a lot of things we can do with seasonal fruit. Pears, zucchinis, squashes are very prominent during this time of, you know, during the fall season. Pomegranates, very, very high in nutrients. The great thing about some of these is that you can freeze them too. Now, depending on what you're going to make with them, if you freeze a vegetable or you freeze a fruit, when you thaw it, it won't be the same texture. So what I would encourage you to do there is maybe cook it ahead of time and then you can freeze it. Let's say you take blueberries. You know, they're, they're coming to the tail end of the season. You get as many blueberries as you can. Now, if you freeze them in a single layer on a sheet tray, and then once they freeze, you can put them in a Ziploc bag or cryo vac, you know, vacuum seal them with a food saver. You can save those and they'll pretty much stay intact. But if they weep, you can still put them into things. You can make sauces with them. You can put them in your cereal. You can make pancakes and so on. Vegetables are the same way. Now, squashes, they're very high in water. So when they are frozen, they break down and the water pretty much seeps out or leaches out. That basically just means that you got to use that type of vegetable for soup. Uh, I make a vegetable ratatouille. Tomatoes this time of year, if you can do yourself a huge favor, travel to an area where they have a farm, get a bushel of tomatoes and learn how to can them or jar them. You can bag them, seal them and freeze them. They are at the peak of ripeness, perfect this time of year. Corn is another one. Most people think of corn as a vegetable. Corn is actually a grain, but most people think of it as a vegetable. Either way, take it off the cob if you'd like. Just take a knife and run it straight down. I usually put the corn cob. Of course, you have to peel it and, all, and take all the fun stuff off of there. But put it into a bowl. Take your knife and go from top to bottom and let the bowl catch all of the pieces, the kernels. And then you can freeze those as well. Grapes. If you go to, depending on the area that you live in or the, the area that you are traveling, you might be able to find a farm that's got grapevines. Those are great fruits that you can, they usually stick around for a while. You can freeze them as well. Let's say you get a fantastic deal on grapes. Separate the cluster and put them in the sheet and put them in the freezer. They are an absolutely fantastic snack. And they're excellent at ice cubes because they are so concentrated with moisture. They're just like an ice cube. They hold very well in the liquid, you know, like in your glass. And then when you get done, you got a little snack. We're talking with Chef Philip Dell today at S-Wiss Radio, and you can follow him over at Facebook.com slash Chef Philip Dell. Thanks, buddy. Thanks, Scott. You're clear to go. 
Thanks for downloading the SOS Radio podcast. If you enjoy the discussion, give it a five-star rating in your app store. The way the technology works, your ratings really help spread the word.